It was just something I knew. Like I saw and believed God can do anything and everything through me, through whoever it is. If you if you follow God's leading and guiding and you truly surrender to him, nothing is impossible. And uh, if you don't know how to do something, you'll learn how to do it But and God will honour that. But I can't even give you any kind of, uh, you know, insight. It's literally just a fundamental belief that God mm. can do it and God will do it. And um, I'm going to be there for it and I'm going to see it happen because I believe it. Welcome, everyone. This past week, my wife and I were blessed to travel to Indonesia for a missions trip. And she agreed to come on the podcast to talk to us about it. So today is the long-awaited return of everyone's favorite guest. We had a fun and insightful conversation about our time in Indonesia, along with addressing how to respond when you are stretched in ministry and in life. We had a lot of great feedback from our conversation with Raymond Woodward. Here were a couple of the comments that I saw on YouTube. The first one, it says, hands down, one of my favorite episodes. And then another comment read, such a great episode. I could listen to Brother Woodward all day. So thankful for his voice in our younger generation. We really did enjoy having him on. I know I've gone back and listened to it a few times now. I want to thank you all that take the time to interact with us online. We do love hearing from you, so please keep it coming. You may be listening but not following. Following us is the best way to stay connected and to not miss an episode. Just select follow wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, we want to encourage you to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It really does help get the podcast out to more people who can be blessed by it. Now, let's get to the conversation. Welcome back to the podcast, Steph. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, I guess, (laughs) in my own house. In your own house. In your own office. Correct, yes. Or as we call it, my studio. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of a makeshift, uh, your studio, my studio, our studio. (laughs) Well, here we got you in 4K. It's your first time on the podcast with video. Unfortunately. Yeah, so if no one knows what you look like, well... You're welcome. Check out YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't. We're going to have an exclusive behind the oh, scenes no. in Fountain. No, nope, just kidding. We're good. I'm good. <laughs> well, the last time you were on was audio only. It was like in the 50s. I was just looking. It's been over a year and a half since you were on the podcast. And you said, what did you say? When Thank I God. Asked you, Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why do you hate my podcast? I don't. I love <laughs> listening to it. I don't like being on it. All right. Uh, Better people to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) Let's put you on the spot. How many episodes have you listened to? Most. Oh, most. Most. Okay. I have. There's over 140 now. (laughs) Did you know that? (laughs) I think I've listened to most. (laughs) Uh, No, but thank you so much for doing this in short notice. The People's Champion. This is everyone's favorite guest on the podcast. And so I was uh, really just wanting to get some numbers get some downloads so i thought see if you can come back on 
I'm not going to even comment to that. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? Uh, well, uh, we both just got back from Indonesia. That was the real reason mm. we were going to get on here to talk a little bit about that. I, I tend to do like a short little debrief whenever I travel overseas, uh, just to give the listeners a, a bit of an idea if, if they actually care. But <laughs> I mean, I keep doing it, so hopefully they care to a degree. Um, but this trip was interesting. We were supposed to be going together. Yep. And we went together. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we took a flight to Jakarta together. Yes. And we spent one night. Early at night. I think That's we, true, we got hours. in at like a one in the morning. Yeah. And you left it. I had to be out by seven. Well, yeah. I was I was out six by like seven, six. Seven. Yeah, because I want to go breakfast. So we had about five hours together. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, for people who don't know, we were supposed to travel together. We were doing uh, a crusade that. I ended up traveling with Brother Paulus to do. And, um, but it just so happened that the dates didn't actually work out, the mm-hmm. travel arrangements. The island that I went to was quite remote. There was three flights in and out a, a week. So they flew in on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Steph had to be back for work. So uh, we thought at first we'd just be canceling it and uh, I would um, mm. be going by myself again. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, much to our surprise, it, the idea was floated that you actually stay in Jakarta for a week and help the churches out there. So what was that like? Because it's been, what, almost, it's been over 10 years since you're in Jakarta. Yeah, I think we calculated it was 2012 when we were there last, perhaps, or... 2012 was something. our first trip. Right. We did that to uh, West Papua when okay. we went to Nabiri. So when were we... Lo- I couldn't remember when uh, we were I want to th- say it was either 2014 or 15. Right, it was before two. Ava... Having Ava, yes, I think. yes, yeah. yeah, it was definitely before Ava, yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, there was a lot of there was a lot of people there that I remember from the oh, last yeah. time we were there, so that was really good. Uh, a lot of life has happened since we were there last, <laughs> yes, so that was true. kind of cool. Um, people had had kids and um, more kids, and yeah, just changes and. Um, but it was really good. It was really good. It was, uh, the church was familiar. The churches were familiar and yeah. the people were familiar. So. You went to how many different churches in Jakarta? Is it? Three, three different churches. Um, and then a number of schools. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a new experience. Pastor, I mean, <laughs> yes, to keep you busy. <laughs> yes, correct. He, he looked over at me on Sunday morning because they had a recap slideshow of everything that, oh, yeah, that I had that, done yeah. that week. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, he looked over at me and he was like, "Wow, you were really busy." <laughs> yes, I was. Thanks to you, it was it was good. It, that's you know that was the whole purpose of being there. So yeah, true. Um, but it was kind of nonstop. Yeah, and and you did so well with the kids. That's what I heard at least that you did so well with the kids that they're like, "Well, we should have her go to another school." Yeah, yeah. So uh, on Thursday we went to a school and uh, it was I think grades seven and eight and nine perhaps um and we spoke there and that was really good obviously they were I, I don't know how many um guests they get at the school so that was really cool they were some of the girls were asking me what my Instagram handle was <laughs> and it was yes yeah, so it was really cute um I just was like, I don't post but you're more than welcome <laughs> to you know so that was good and then uh we spoke at another school on Friday morning and that was the younger grade so uh, the first class of the day, so once they arrive at uh, around 7 a.m., mm-hmm. the first class of the day is scripture class and they divide the school into their, um, 
like religion, right. essentially. So there's a Christian class and then there's the Muslim kids and then Buddhists, etc. So um, I taught the Christian class, which was um, kids ranging in age from kindergarten, so six years old, all the way up to grade six or grade oh, seven. Wow. Yeah, okay. so, so it was the whole primary school. Yeah, it was. It was the whole primary school. So lots of really cute kids, you know, around Reagan's age, <laughs> Um yeah, it was really good. And then we went back to the original school on Friday afternoon and that was the older grades, okay. 10 to 12. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was really good. Which class did you like better? The kids were – the really <laughs> young kids were really cute. Yeah, I saw a selfie surfaced out of that one. Yeah. The, oh, no, no, that was, that that was Thursday. Oh, that yeah, that was Thursday. Was Thursday. Okay. Um, some of the boys – I was sitting in front of some of the boys. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah and they were um, – just asking questions and practicing their English, and mm. it was really cute. But the little kids, the the six and seven year olds. Yeah, I forgot cute. you did two on Friday. Yes, Thursday yeah, we did two school. schools. We weren't supposed to do the um, second school on Friday, um, but the principal called Brother Amin that morning or mid morning and asked if we could come back at one o'clock for mm. the the last religious like lesson of the day so yeah and you did a national ladies event i did yeah Yeah, which was interesting like they it was a cool concept they um they had it hosted in jakarta but then they put it on zoom yeah because i mean indonesia is so spread out they're they're all across all these different islands so they pretty much only gather together once every few years for their their general conference yeah i don't think they've had the general conference since covid as well that someone had mentioned Mm. um yeah they haven't had it for a while yeah it's yeah, it's been it's been a while, and and it's very difficult for everyone to get back together. Yeah, because you know people don't have that much money, and then you're having to travel, and mm. yeah, so that was cool. It was cool to see. I I got, I got to log I know. in for a little bit. The pastor was that uh, she was welcoming everyone that was on Zoom. She went through all the churches, and then she's like, "And brother Greg, <laughs> your husband is on." <laughs> I know, he texted me. We were all on. Uh, I was on, Brother Cabani, oh no. Brother Thompson, we're all sitting in the lounge oh. <laughs> watching it. Yeah, it was good. There was a good attendance uh, in person and on uh, on Zoom from what we could see anyway because mm. the, they had the screen of Zoom on yeah, one that of was the cool. screens. Was yeah, cool. so that was really cool. It was yeah. really good. So you had that, you had the, the school, and then you did uh, a music seminar yes. on Saturday? Yes, yep, yeah. And uh, a ladies' prayer meeting. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the prayer yep, meeting. Yeah, ladies' prayer meeting I shared there, and then uh, the two services on a Sunday. Yeah, we might on YouTube, we might include some of the photos from this trip. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is the You're prayer more meeting, than I welcome think. Too. You're just jealous. It's all right. <laughs> you guys had like prayer mats, right? Yeah, there's yeah. like cushions that you could sit on, and then a blanket, like a modesty type blanket thing. Mm. And yeah, it was good. It was. It was definitely my first experience having a prayer meeting that way, but mm-hmm. it was yeah, it was good. Instead of sitting on a chair, plastic, <laughs> plastic chair, PR yeah, style. <laughs> well, exactly right. Instead of like standing or walking around, mm. and yeah. And if that wasn't enough, you preached twice on the Sunday. I first, did. is that the first time you ever preached twice? It was <laughs> on, in one day. Wow, it was the most I've ever ministered in a week. Yeah. definitely, hands down. Um, yeah, preached twice on a Sunday. I did the Mandarin service at mm. Brother Amin's church, um, and then I preached the service at um, Brother Kabani's church. So that yeah. was in English. First one was translated, and then uh, second one was in English. So, yeah, and Brother Kabani's yeah. the general superintendent. 
yes. of Indonesia. So you finished uh, at, the, I did. at the General Superintendent's I Church. I did, <laughs> I did. It was really good. It was a really great service. And I'd been there before as well. Mm. So that's, again, the people were familiar. Yeah. Um, it was really good, yeah. Yeah, wonderful churches in Japan. Yeah, yeah, it was Really awesome. good people. And JSS, I mean, we've got a long relationship with yeah. him in, in Sydney yeah. uh, because of Pastor Almini. He was... Uh, he came to the Lord. Uh, if you guys haven't heard his story, we, I've got a whole episode with him. You can check that out. But um, he came to the Lord in Australia, and he and his wife, they both did, right? A few of the people at JSS now. Um, Sister Ruby was from Newcastle. No, but I mean, oh. um, I mean and Sister Fifi, didn't they actually attend Sydney? Uh, didn't they attend oh, Grace Tabernacle sh- for a little bit? Not too sure. They okay. attended a church in Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. they came to Newcastle. Okay. Yeah. Maybe she did. And then he visited. Sure, yeah. but anyway. That's neither here nor there. But um, no, that's awesome. Well, uh, so you ministered how many times in how many days? Uh, I think it ended up being eight times in five days. Wow. Uh, yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, eight in five days. Wow, that's amazing. And uh, we, we traveled uh, through to the crusade in Dobo, uh, which... That's not the city in Australia. It's an island. <laughs> it's a Dubbo. <laughs> yeah. It's the accent. It's slightly different. Dubbo. <laughs> Dubbo. 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 <laughs> yeah, you got to go up yeah. the Australian way. <laughs> the American. Where is it, Ted? Dubbo. <laughs> not Dodo. Okay, all right. <laughs> so it was, uh, uh, to explain it, it actually is one of the Aru Islands. Um, which if you look that up, it's A-R-U Islands. And they actually have kangaroos in the Aru Islands. Like, I, I thought kangaroos were only in Australia, but apparently they've got them on their islands. It's kind of a big thing. They got emus as well. Um, what else? And uh, so Dubbo's got about um, 100,000 people in it. And, um, you know, the general mood was that they... They feel like they've been left behind, mm. like Indonesia has progressed and developed, and they feel like they're lagging, uh, which if you were to look at it from a, from the outside, it, it is a bit mm. underdeveloped, um, but beautiful people. And uh, so we traveled from Jakarta into Ambon, which is the capital of the Maluku Islands, uh, Maluku province, and then Dabo is one of the, one of the cities within that province, and uh, we were there for... Uh, what five days, um, and uh, yeah, we the, we were part of a crusade. It was a multi-denominational crusade um, organized by uh, a few different organizations. But uh, th- uh, the UPC church there was given the opportunity to organize speakers for the event. Mm. Um, so we awesome. we were ministering on it. So yeah, it was a, a wonderful opportunity. And uh, I mean, we were uh, we were there for. For five days, ministered and connected with the churches there, and and um, you know really, uh, I guess invested into the the work there. And the pastor, Pastor Sonny, uh, shout out to him; he's a really nice guy. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was good to be there. We had uh, good services, good move of God, and um, uh, enjoyed it. Enjoy, especially enjoyed traveling with Brother Kabani, and I've traveled with Thompson a number of times now. But it's always good to be with him. Uh, we're really good friends with him for a while now, and his daughter Grace attends our church, so they become pretty close. Dewi as well. Shout out to them if, if mm-hmm. they're uh, listening. But um, and then uh, Brother Kabani was good 
I, I'd spent some time with him. His daughter actually attended our church yeah. uh, when she was in university in Sydney. But this is my first time getting an extended time with him, which is a, a great guy and um, amazing story. Like, I'm really hoping that he uh, comes on the podcast to share his story. He came to faith uh, in America. He, who's, uh, he's actually a dual citizen. He's American. And he came to faith in America and then felt he was, he's Indonesian, Indian, Indonesian, mm. and um, felt, you know, God wanted to move back to Indonesia mm. to reach his people. And after, I think it was like 15 years, he was a licensed minister, assistant pastor in the U.S. He moves back to Indonesia mm. to plant a church with no, nothing. Yeah, his wife was telling me. Yeah, amazing story. story. Yeah. So, uh, you know, well, really. story. Yeah. With them. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. And uh, uh, so it was good being with them. And then obviously spending time with Brother Paulus. Uh, he's he's a, a wonderful man of God and one of our leaders here in Australia. And again, another guy I'm trying to get on. He's uh, His personality doesn't lend himself to <laughs> to doing uh, interviews with okay. a camera, but okay. uh, hopefully, hopefully he does. Because like, again, his story is amazing as well. He grew up in apartheid. Uh, South Africa and moved to Australia in his 30s, was a minister and uh, just a, a, an amazing story, with both of those guys. But it was an honor being with them and I was very much happy to be home though after yeah. <laughs> after that trip. I was ha- happy to be back with you and with the girls. Uh, it, these trips are, you know, we've done three, I've done three this year, you've done two of them with me. Mm. Um, these trips definitely get harder when you have kids, for sure. Yeah, I think so. For me, maybe not for you. <laughs> She's like, time off. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it it's is nice it coming is. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, I, I found it difficult. I think I think if I was in Jakarta, it would been okay, right. which I was uh, when, mm. when we did the last trip. We were in Central Java and all that. But because we were, I was like two flights away. Yeah, pretty remote. And, and then that area only had three flights a week. So you really yeah. kind of felt isolated. Yeah. But uh, I think <laughs> I was on, on my phone and I got a notification about like something happening uh, in the Middle East, some, like some sort of, it seemed like some sort of escalation. I was like, oh, good Lord, don't let anything happen. While <laughs> I need to get back home. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was well, good Generally to something in the Middle East oh, affecting my goodness. your flight. <laughs> well, you <laughs> never know. Well. I mean, if there's another world war, who well, knows? Well, that's true. That's yeah. True, but yeah. Uh, I, I wanted to talk to you briefly Um you know, it's not just a recap, not just a chat, but I hope you guys have enjoyed that portion of it. <laughs> but uh, I want to talk to you briefly about being stretched, you know, uh, what it's like uh, when when you're stretched, whether that's on a trip, like a missions trip, where if you're going into a certain area, you have to prepare, and then um, it gets off the notes, and you got to prepare again, yeah, and then right. you got to, you know, or uh, when it comes to ministry, in, uh, in general, I feel like uh, we've experienced a lot of stretching this year. Um, you know, different things that we may not have done before. But um, when it comes to ministry, when it comes to um, allowing yourself to be stretched, um, what would you what would you say to that? Right. So actually, I have a funny story. On Sunday, the second service on Sunday when I was um, preaching, but it was English, I was going through my notes and I'm kind of sliding forward I'm like oh man I don't have a lot of pages left like I was purposely not trying to talk so fast and everything up to that point so seven different seven times before that I've had a translator right and so with the translator you could you go quite slow you can pause yeah you can pause you can read forward you can it's very um it's very 
calming almost yeah. for me to preach or teach with a translator. So then Sunday, obviously, it's in English, and I'm like, oh, man, this is not going to be long enough. <laughs> Mind you, I, I don't preach often. Like, this is not something I'm doing every week, yeah. every month even. It's not even something I'm doing every month. I could I can teach a lesson, yeah. no problem, but preaching is not something I'm doing very often. Well, you hadn't preached for a while, which is... Um, right, that you, you too. You preached at POCC recently, right, but, but that was before only, that, it's been a while. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like I can pull something out of my back pocket generally, like any most preachers can, right? <laughs> like I assume, this is my assumption. Some, some can. <laughs> right, my assumption is if that was you, like I'm sure you could add another 10 minutes and just kind of... Yeah, maybe after this year, yeah. But maybe. Before this year, okay, I was right. very much a... If it's not written, it's not uh, preached. Yeah, well, that's exactly. I pretty much almost script my notes. Like yeah. that's generally how I write my sermons. So um, it came. we came to the end of it and I was like, yep, definitely need to pull something out. And God just kind of quickened a story to me of our story with POCC and it just kind of fit perfectly because I was talking about um, consecration mm. over convenience. And, yeah, it was great. And, um it prolonged the length of the service, so that was great. But God kind of just in the moment quickened it to me. But, um, yeah, so definitely that was a stretch for me because mm. I was, like, freaking out. My, my I'm very planned and organized, yeah, yeah. and I was like, I have not planned accordingly. <laughs> like, Well, Indonesia, know. like it's, Jakarta in particular, doesn't really allow you to. Right only be organized yeah exactly. <laughs> it just forces you case in point yeah. I've, yeah I've ministered <laughs> what how many times <laughs> in five days um so that was uh that was good but I would say so just to the you know stretching thing comment that you had mentioned um definitely I found mostly with POCC that I am uh walking in different roles to what I mm. normally walk in normally it's you know music director and and so that's something. But um, I, when I fir- when we first started POCC, I reached out to a few different home missions pastors' wives. Mm-hmm. Part, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. females, right? And um, kind of asked them what they did, how they effectively reached, um, you know, their communities and the new people that came to this. Because I'm not super familiar with any of that. It's not something um, POS has always been quite large. It's I haven't really had a uh, front row seat to pastors' interactions with guests, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. you know, that side of it. Um, I've taught Bible studies and things like that, but I guess from the pastor's kind of point of view, I haven't, yeah, for sure. I haven't really walked through that so I kind of I reached out to a few and just asked what they did I actually reached out to um a couple from a church um that some friends of ours pastor and um they were new they were one of the newest couples that came to the church and they're still in the church and Mm. I kind of just asked them what their pastors did that they felt a part of the church they belonged you know Mm. and and um just to kind of get some idea of what to do. Like I, do, I really, and I'm not saying I do know what to do now, like <laughs> absolutely not. We're pros. Yeah, no, much. not at all. But um, yeah, I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't mm. even know where to start. So right. I thought, well, what's, you know, what's the best way to kind of learn something? Go and ask. 
yeah, ask that, people who have done that before. That's so practical. Mm. Like talk to people who yeah who have been there um, and sort of learn from their mistakes, but also learn from their victories. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What they did well, and mm. you know, yeah. Yeah, and and like not to get too far into that, but church planning is like completely different to even taking over a church, a small church, right, or, yeah. you know, being part of a small church. Like I've been part of a small church. Um, so I, I, I've been in churches of all sizes, my, my life growing up prior to POS. So I, I knew what that was like, but never been part of a church plant personally. Mm-hmm. I've seen it from the outside. So yeah, it's one thing to, um, have some experience, but, if you have experience in one thing, that doesn't mean it automatically translates to the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. So I would say, you know, if people are walking into a new season, I um, I would say, you know, God moves you into different areas and obviously be faithful and work the hardest you can possibly work in the, your current season. And when God moves you, if he moves you to an, to something else, um, ask those around you. You know, you don't have to know it all and just be able to do it and, you know, um, what's it called when you're in the water and not drown, but I mean like not sure what to do and mm. kind of like sinking, the ship's sinking, but you don't want to ask for help, but you don't know how to like steer the ship, <laughs> you know. It's, it's ask people around um, who have done it and they're there why like they're there to learn from so yeah Uh, i want to ask you this because um uh in our relationship and this is sort of like pulling back the curtain a little bit but like i'm very much uh sort of down the line uh i'm like i would say like i'm the numbers guy i'm the realist (laughs) you know right you know not you're the planner and all that but as far as like especially when it comes to our spiritual work with god like i'm biblical theological right like that's right up my alley (laughs) and then you're miss faith like you just you just have faith. You just believe. What 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 role has has that played uh, in in this this year, uh, this past week? Uh, how did that help you leaning on your faith? Like believing that God can do anything and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so you just make it so simple. <laughs> it is. It's literally that. It's uh, well, but even from a young age, it was always. I, we saw, I saw God do miracles. I saw God use men and women mightily through the preached word, through songs, through worship. It was just something I knew. Like I saw and believed God can do anything and everything through me, through whoever it is. If you, if you follow God's leading and guiding and you're truly surrendered to him nothing is impossible and uh if you don't know how to do something you'll learn how to do it but and god will honor that but i can't even give you any kind of uh you know insight it's literally just a fundamental belief that god Mm. can do it and god will do it and um, i'm going to be there for it and i'm going to see it happen because i believe it so Mm. i don't know i don't know it's just it's fundamental to me. So you don't have like five points on on your faith, like you don't have like a five point breakdown as to. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, that's what I would do. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, no. It's like, so what's the thing to your faith? And I'd be like, well, uh, according to Romans. <laughs> <laughs> nope. 
exceedingly abundantly <laughs> above all. No That's one awesome. to him, immortal. <laughs> Seriously. No, really, it is. It's just he can do it mm. and he will do it and he does it. And um, I believe it. Mm. What has been the, we'll finish up with this, but what has been, I don't know, like the most encouraging thing for you this year? When, because the thing is, when you are being stretched, you have to lean on moments of, of joy, I guess, or moments of encouragement, or maybe even people. You've talked about reaching out to people. What what has been a, a doesn't necessarily have to be one thing, but what are, mm. what has been a few things that has really helped you during uh, this time Stretching. of being stretched? Yeah, yeah, I would say uh, organization. <laughs> Even though I'm pretty organized, um, I remember <laughs> where where were we at? We were coming back. We were in the car. I think it was after turning point. You're just we organized. Were, yes. Our first tur- offsite turning point. You yeah. got all the music. Not only that, but we had our a team, a of team from the US. Right. You, you organized that. Yeah. And I remember we got back in the car, and uh, this is after turning point. Yes, it was. And it was like it was the uh, the public holiday on yes, Monday. Yes, it was Monday. And we were doing like a, a short debrief or something. And you're like, you know what? I just I just need to be more organized. And <laughs> I just looked at you like, you're the most organized person I know. I'm pretty sure I said the words like, I feel like my life is chaos. <laughs> like yeah. something like that. And then you said, if you're unorganized, imagine the rest of the world. <laughs> just look at my desktop. <laughs> <laughs> it drives me nuts, actually. Um yeah, but more uh, further tools to be more organised mm-hmm. within the music department at POS. That's been um, because the more organised you are, the less chaotic everything is. As in, like we're using a new system, and so everything is there. I don't need to worry about the days or the weeks leading up to a practice or a big event. Organized so that everything is in one place and mm. everyone knows where to look. So that has kind of calmed that area of my life down. So I would say definitely tools have helped to um, walk through this season. Um, I would say just trusting God as well. That definitely has been the biggest um, thing that has carried Kathif thing, if you want to say thing or whatever it is, but has carried me through the last you know, 12 months, as it were, um, because we know that God's called us to do this for this season or however long we know he's called us and we know that he's um, working with us. And it's kind of like the faith thing. It's, you know, you're called, so just get the job done. And um, he will bless the team's efforts um, in reaching our community. So I think, um, yeah, I think trusting God God's call and trusting that what we're doing is in his will Mm -hmm. Um, and then being more organized for sure with tools and things. So be more organized, trust God, and then be more organized. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the good summary of it? Um, Be more organized, be more organized, (laughs) trust God. What well, else? You know, I, you know, I don't know. I no, don't. It's just, no I th- like, 
It's simple, but it's true. What do true. you think? If well, what organized. do you think looking from the well, outside? No one cares what I think. <laughs> They've heard me 140 times. <laughs> Look, no, but looking from the outside in, what do you think? For like, you? If you're asking me, yeah. Like, what do I think about what, what you've experienced? Yeah, have or? you seen my behaviors or things change in the oh, last I'd, I would months? definitely say your spiritual life. Um, you know, you're, you're definitely more disciplined with, with your spiritual life. And then um, this year like no other year you're teaching bible studies it's like you're really digging into the word of god again here the practical guy yeah here. yeah right but i think that like um bible studies is like manna you know yeah. like if you love god and you love to see god work teach bible studies right. and that just really like i know that for me that really feeds me right um just seeing people learning and growing our small group on wednesdays for me you know but i think for you yeah it's just relational as well like yeah. you you're like there's some people that you've really poured into on the Central Coast that, and even in Sydney, you know, like we haven't stepped away from Sydney, so right. we're still investing in people there, investing in small group there. Um, and I think, yeah, I think, I don't know. I feel like stretching is challenging, but if you're pouring yourself out for the right reasons, and I'm going to be talking about this a bit on, on Sunday mm-hmm. in, in uh, the message I'm sharing uh, at POS, but it's like if you're – if your will is submitted to God's will, mm. then sacrifice is not as challenging. Mm. You know, we will look at sacrifice as something so difficult. Sacrifice is difficult, but if we are submitted to God, then we can do it with joy, mm. you know? And I think the fact that you're submitted to God, you're trusting him. Mm. So therefore what people on the outside seems like, Oh, this is crazy. How are you guys doing all that mm. on the inside? We're like, well, why wouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah, I actually um, spoke on something similar in Indonesia, which you wouldn't have heard. Can you share your notes? (laughs) Because you weren't here. You weren't there. But um, it was about Abraham and Isaac, how he took him, Mm -hmm. God spoke to him, or Abraham, I think, at the time. Yeah. And um, God spoke to him and said, I want you to take your son up to the region of Moriah, and I want you to sacrifice him there and I spoke about how that was you know sacrifice for him obviously but the Bible says that he just packed up his donkey packed up his servants packed up his son grabbed the wood and walked and it's about a three-day journey so that sacrifice that thought that was sacrifice for him to walk imagine walking Mm. with your son knowing that God's called you to sacrifice now I don't know if deep down he knew that God would provide a lamb, like an actual animal. Did, no. Well, you know, I um, the Bible doesn't say he did. The Bible just says that God said that, and he walked with his son, and um, they even went up the mountain. And th- the Bible said the, the historians say that he the that his son was probably older than I think twelve years old or something. Yeah, yeah. And, but a, sure. under thirty five or th- under thirty six. So he fully knew what was happening. I was even thinking about it. He probably like laid himself on the altar. Like, I wonder yeah. if he's, he said to his son, like, you need to lay. Yeah, he probably, he probably couldn't lift him, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I could barely lift my seven-year-old. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Abraham wasn't, like, tying him down against his own Right, will. right, yeah. exactly. And so um, that was that was sacrifice, but mm. he did it. He did it as unto God, and, and then God provided the lamb as well. Yeah, but. yeah he, like, um, the sacrifice, but also the amount of trust. Right, what you just touched on. Yeah, you know, tr- trusting God in that whole process on the three di- three day journey. Yeah. But then also, he had done such a good job with his son 
in raising him that his son, his son trusted just, God. Exactly, right? And and so I think that's that's a testament to when you trust God and you live a consecrated life, you you go when God says go mm. and you just trust that he's going to perform his perfect will. And he went. God called him to go and so he went and um, he got to see a miracle. His son got to see a miracle, you mm. know. Um, in that moment and so um, I just want to quickly actually speak to when you mentioned um, the spirituality like this year and things like that when when we first kind of started the um, preview services which was once a month in Gosford and then we went to every Sunday from a few months in after that um, I felt such a responsibility a weight I guess it was to People look to their pastors, right? I love our pastors. Like, yeah. I really do. And, yeah, I don't know why it's making me emotional, but they, like, Pastor Stan and Sister Robin, they're amazing. Um, I see pastor preaching in the Philippines at the moment, and it's like I'm so proud, like, yeah. godly proud, right? Yeah. I don't, I know people say it that way, <laughs> but, like, just I have learned so much from him and how he handles situations and how he runs, you know, departments and the things that I have seen and the things that I've – meetings I've sat in on with him, I've just learned so much um, and I love them. And you can tell they pray. You can tell that they study the Word of God, that they um, – operate in wisdom and you can just tell those things. And so when we started POCC, there was definitely a weight I felt of people are looking to us as their pastors. And I don't like it. even the word pastor and the, the, when people call you that, it's it's odd. It it's sounds strange odd, yeah. to me. Brother Woodward threw me way off a couple of weeks ago. Right. It <laughs> sounds really strange to my ears. It's, yeah. It feels weird to say. And I don't... Um, desire it like I, I don't want it to come across that it's like you know something you that you must call yeah not yeah. at all like I tell people to call me Steph I introduce myself as Steph that's not what I heard I uh-huh. heard you Hilarious. told to call you first lady as if I mean. as if um, oh wait no you're progressive you said uh, call Steph. me pastor Steph call me Steph <laughs> <laughs> um so by no means you know but what I'm trying to get at is people are looking to their pastors and we carry that title for the POCC at mm. the moment. And um, people are looking to me, right? So not I'm not God, but I, I need to pray. I, ne- I need to fast. And not that I weren't, wasn't doing these things before, but I think it was – I'm an example mm. – yeah, I'll give you a good. Beyond. I'll give you a good example. That's so yeah. Is, beyond this, like, this is completely random, you know, not okay. as spiritual as, as what you're saying. But I never take my Bible to church. Okay. I never. Okay. I have a, my iPad, and you know I'm a millennial, so I got my iPad. I got my phone. I have a Bible. You know, I look. I look. I. I. But rarely do I take my physical Bible to church. Right. I did when I was a kid, but you know, once it was on my tablet, I just didn't really feel like I had to. And I'm not one that marks in my Bible or anything like that. So I was like. You know, I don't see, I just, there wasn't like a need for me to bring the physical book. And I know people talk about, you know, you need to have your physical right, Bible, yep. right? <laughs> so, and I always bring what I preach. Uh, but then I noticed, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, someone else was preaching at POCC and I was there and I'd forgotten my Bible. And I'm like, 
I'm the pastor and I don't have a Bible. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I need to have a Bible every Sunday. <laughs> Whether I'm physically going through right, it or not. Right. But just as an example, like there is a, a, a child coming to POCC Kids and their pastor doesn't have a Bible right, on Sunday. <laughs> right, that's weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right, you're right. It's a, it, yeah, it's interesting, yeah. like all these different things that, that you face. But it's like, you know, Life changes, you know, and, and this year has been one year of, of, of stretching for us. Yeah. And um, uh, so glad you said that you come on and, and have this chat with us. Hope this has been an encouragement to somebody. I know the numbers are going to be huge because <laughs> uh, Steph's on. <laughs> but uh, no, thank, thanks again for coming on and being such a great support to the show. Of I mean, course. you've never uh, given me a hard time about the late nights of editing or anything like that. So. Just wanted to honor you real quick as we finish up here, and, and you'll probably make me delete all this. But and uh, now he's my closing word. <laughs> Where's my closing word? I'd you like have to a ask closing the guests. Word, please. <laughs> I like to ask the guests every time. Okay, Greg, your turn. <laughs> I like to ask every guest this as we close up our <laughs> interview here today, and you know, feel free to share what's on your heart for our listeners here on the okay. Hacker Podcast. Wait, I'm giving it over to you. <laughs> so, would you just take that away? And you've been a real blessing to us, brother Greg. <laughs> Brother Craig, oh my gosh! Uh, well, I hope this has been a treat for you guys. Do and do um, do background music. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Greg. I don't even need to add the background music. That's amazing. Just sing, please. <laughs> We've got a piano here. In our studio, <laughs> I'll so just go play in the background. <laughs> you just move away. <laughs> well, uh, this has gone completely off the rails, but I hope you guys have enjoyed this. We put this together late at night and uh jet lagged know, jet lagged yeah we're not sleeping at night and we're wanting to sleep in the morning <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh you know i just love doing live with you it's amazing and, and this year has been great and i hope you guys all enjoyed the conversation today allow yourself to be stretched because it's in the stretching that you see growth and and you start doing you know all that god has called you to do